This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. How you doing on the ride-hailing, ride-sharing thing? Are you using your Uber? You're, you're picking up your Lyft? Are you finding that cabs are easier to come by? I'm in that third group. Every time I've needed a taxi in the last month, boom, right there in front of me. It's like, whoa, I have to check myself. Am I still in Vancouver? What? Because there was a time where we were literally not going out ever, ever. Didn't matter what day of the week it was and certainly not on a weekend. Certainly not if there's a concert or a, a hockey game or a football game, whatever, any event. But this is now officially one month to the day since ride sharing entered the Metro Vancouver market. So what sort of impact is it having in the area from the hospitality side of things? Has the impact been positive? Let's bring in Nate Sabine, who is a board member in Hospitality Vancouver Association, Director of Business Development for Blueprint, which owns a number of bars, pubs and nightclubs, etc. here. Nate, thanks for being with us. Hi, thanks for having me. So... So the first month has been great. Good. I mean, we don't have any hard stats yet. It's a little bit early for that. But just in conversation and with our staff, patrons, everybody, and uh, just seeing the lift in business this year over typically what is kind of a soft time of year, yeah, it's, it's been fantastic and like long awaited. Long awaited is so overdue. Oh my gosh, we were all so tired of talking about it. Like, when's it going to come? When's it going to come? It's going to come this year, this Christmas, next Christmas, okay, in a month. <laughs> it was just, okay. But here yeah. it is, it's here. And I'd imagine from a perspective of a nightclub, a bar, a pub, or a restaurant, there's some comfort in knowing that you're not going to have a frustrated patron standing in your doorway on a pouring rain, miserable night in Vancouver for 45 minutes or an hour being angry that there's no taxi. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, guest experience is everything in our business. And when it starts out negative, it can easily stay that way. So between that and then knowing that safety and security is, is always top of mind for us, knowing that they can leave our venues at 2, 3 in the morning and get somewhere safely, I mean, it is. It's definitely peace of mind. There was that piece of the puzzle. I'm not sure where your venues are, but I know that there's a piece of the puzzle just to the aggro that there was outside of, say, on the Granville Entertainment mm-hmm. District, uh, right around the time the bars did close for the night, as people weren't just vying for cabs, they were they were having altercations about cabs. Yeah, yeah. It gets to be like Lord of the Flies. Like, you see completely normal, rational people just go crazy over trying to get a cab, and you can understand why. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's rainy, you're tired, you know, you're hungry, you just want to get home. And having all, being able to circumvent all of that, is, is, it's been a game changer, and we expect to see it um, even further. Because there are, you know, there are still waits, everything's not perfect oh, yet. Sure. We put forth some pickup and drop-off zones to the city via um, Lyft. And those haven't been enacted yet, but we expect to see some movement on that soon, which will just make everything in the GED that much smoother. We're with Nate Sabine, who is a Hospitality Vancouver Association board member and director of business development for Blueprint, which owns a number of bars and pubs and nightclubs. What did you see in terms of when the frustration was sort of getting amplified, like right around the holiday season? Did you have a lesser, uh, a less successful, I guess, holiday season as a result of people not being able to uh, secure a ride home? Because I know for me personally and my group of friends, we just if we're if we're not going within walking distance, we're not going. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, You know what? We didn't really because people were still willing to trudge it out. But that's again, it's not ideal. Right. 
people are want, will do it, but, but nobody wants it, nobody likes it. And the fact that this was promised to come down the pipeline for so long definitely didn't help it. But the frustration was more of a daytime thing. You know, you'd hear the announcement in the day, and then it was just like, oh, for the love of God. And then you just go on with your life and, <laughs> and go and have a good time. Yeah, that, I use that term quite a bit, I have to admit. Yeah. Now, with regard to the pickup and drop-off zoning that you're referencing, um, I have no idea where your b- pubs and bars are, but maybe you can give us an idea of, of the, the, the sort of tweaks to this that, that we might need to see moving forward in that regard. We just need closer proximity to the area. Um, and it's as simple as that. You know, there are lots of zones on either side of Granville Street. We own, we own Venue and right. Colony Entertainment District gotcha. on Granville Street. So we're very, very aware and, uh, and involved in everything that goes down there. So, yeah, we just need closer proximity. It's, it's you know, on a level playing field where, where rideshare can drop off just like taxis can drop off. And, you know, and it makes it that much more accessible for people. I have to say that in the first week of ride sharing being available in Vancouver, I was driving home from doing this job after, I guess it was about 6.15, 6.30, and I was driving home and this vehicle that looked like a private person's vehicle stopped in front of a hotel and just like blocked my lane. And I was all mm. like, come on. And then I realized, wait a minute, that's a, that's an Uber. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we all need to take a moment to just be like, wait, we're used to a taxi doing that. If the, yeah, the car isn't yeah. yellow with a light on, it's, you know. Yeah, exactly. You're expecting something different. I know I did, did a double take when I saw my first Uber drive by with the little sign in the window. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, well, yeah, I felt like I, I wasn't in Vancouver for a second. I know. You know? I, I almost can't believe it's, it's finally happening, Nate. <laughs> I know it's crazy. Like we have businesses in in Calgary too, and they've had rideshare for quite a while, and it is a, the number one thing for our business there. Like it's it's such a huge deal over there. I mean, you know, they have extreme cold. We have extreme rain at times. Yeah. So so again, it's just we've been we've had it there, and it's the safety and security, and now to have it over here, it's just we you know we couldn't ask for more. So when you said venue and colony, you have that new colony on uh, the Granville Entertainment District, right? Mm-hmm. That is mm-hmm. a party of a place, man. Yeah, yeah, we, uh, we, yeah, we're, we're really happy with it. I dig it the old school place. pinball machines. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. No, I'm the same. I'm, uh, you know, I'm definitely of that era. Yeah. And I, I love it too. It's just, there's something for everybody. Are you associated with the one on West Broadway as well? Yes. Yeah, okay. We own all four and we've got one opening in Steveston, um, June 1. This is not a sponsored segment, but I'm going to no, tell you my, my walking distance is to the colony on West Broadway. Oh, nice. It's so fantastic. My kid loves it. Are you kidding me? Galaga? Uh, I know. I he know. loves it. You get to relive it all. Oh, yes. And delicious burgers to boot. Nate, thank you for taking well, some you. time out for us here. It's my pleasure. Take care. I love a good news story, especially when it pertains to ride hailing and ride sharing services.